Wake up in the morning, I don't got no worries Cause it's a beautiful day So many wonder how long we will be here Tell them that we're here to stay Hey yo, let's get it! Boss talk straight from the city with true heart. We got champs in the making and champs that are rude more. Got that old sport, optimal prime, ready to dominate. The hottest conversations uncensored, it's the time and place. Boss talks, keep it uncensored, it's all hard. You could be for more walks, come tune in the boss talks. Got that old sport, optimal prime, ready to dominate. Hottest conversations uncensored, it's the time and place. Boss talk. Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Boss Talk Uncensored. I'm one of your hosts, Tino Amaya, and I'm joined again with my good friend, uh, Baby LeBron, Jeff Copey from Monroe Nutrition. Also known as The Goat, right? Monroe <laughs> Nutrition, we are Monroe. Shout out to our sponsors, Triple D Liquidation, Amaya's Fresh Mexican Restaurant. Fresh Mexican Grill, but just yeah, good yeah. enough, good enough. Yeah. Tino Amaya State Farm Insurance Agency. Uh, where we have been protecting people and making promises uh, to restore you and make you whole again for over 100 years. And then, of course, Amaya Group, Inc., where we do small business, consulting, uh, restaurant redevelopment. If you're looking to uh, change a menu, looking for some menu engineering, looking to uh, revamp your space, give us a call. You know, Tino, I've been thinking about this for three weeks, how I butchered the last intro. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to get this one down. Let me get this one down right. I messed up the restaurant and the grill. (laughs) That's okay. Everyone does. Listen, everyone does. At least you call me Tino and not Tito, not Tony. not. You know what? I'm going to do a quick shout out to my good friend, Tom Allen. I've known Tom for uh, like 18 years. Still calls me Timo to this day. Timo. Man. Well, guys, we've got a great show for you today. Uh, We're here with uh, a a new good friend. I'm going to say a new friend for me. Uh, I know Jeff. You've you've known uh, John for quite a while. For some yeah, years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're here with John Carabino from Level Up Training Facility. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> now I don't know John very well. I'm going to say, um, uh, you know, I just we just met this past summer yes, when sir. we catered your guys as the end of the year football for the Red Storm. Uh, we'll talk about that because you guys uh, own the Red Storm now, correct? Yes. Okay. And we're going to talk, we're going to get into a little bit of that. Uh, but right now, John, tell tell us a little bit about you and tell us a little bit about Level Up. All right. So first, this is my first time ever on a podcast. So I don't. Hey, welcome. A, welcome. Well, I love it. I don't have I'm a making sweet, history. I don't have a sweet intro, but uh, appreciate <laughs> the opportunity. So thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Tino. Appreciate it. Um, I am a fitness professional, sports performance, strength and conditioning coach, uh, I own a pretty complex sports business we, uh, at the Level Up Training Complex over on 987 Stewart Road, where we offer um, a variety of sports and fitness programs for youth uh, all the way through the adult um, age group. Now, do you guys, real quick, side note, do you guys have like a website too? Yep, it's www.levelupmonroe.com. Perfect. Um, you can find all kinds of info of what we do there. Um, upcoming programs, things like that. Right now we are in the middle of our Youth Flag Football League, which is awesome. This is our second year doing it. And uh, I just love everything fitness and everything sports. Dude, that's, that's awesome. That's incredible. Around, so. so quick question. why? Uh, so clearly you were uh, an athlete then in high school? Yep, yep. Okay, so when did you actually start playing organized sports? Oh, like at what age? Um, I mean, as young as t-ball, right? Everybody pretty much started at that t-ball soccer uh, age. I... Started playing football in the fourth grade. 
um, and pretty much haven't stopped. I'm always doing some type of football, whether it's real contact live football at the age of 32 or it's playing flag football against this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a, like a eight-year rivalry going oh, on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that doesn't surprise me. Maybe LeBron probably doesn't want to get tackled. You know, oh, so the flag uh, football probably uh, like fits. You know, God, I mean, you better tell him about my. Well, I'm uh, just saying, you know, you know, I mean, you know, you see LeBron barely get touched, and he like, you know, fakes injuries. I mean, he's out right now with right, yeah. I don't know a toenail injury or something. You I know, mean, the good news, Jordan is played. Been, Jordan played with the flu, but go ahead. What's right? Jordan, he could have quit eight years ago. Like Jordan did, <laughs> stopped at twelve. Well, right? I mean, after after three straight championships in a row, Jordan had pretty much sealed his his uh, you know. Goat status. So, anyways, um, Jordan is endurance durable. Cause, yes, because I'm like I'm Thank ready you. for both of you. This is actually the podcast I've been looking forward <laughs> right. to. I'm ready for both of you. I'm ready for all everything you guys got when we get to that subject. Nice. Okay, <laughs> so so you just mentioned you guys are in your second season of flag football. What other programs do you guys do for the youth? Um, our club volleyball program is really big. Nice. Um, we just had our tryouts for that, so we we kind of kick off that season in January. It will run all the way until. April, May. Okay. Um, that's a big thing we do. I offer my fitness training. A lot of our club sports teams, our baseball, our softball, and our volleyball, will do their fitness and sports performance training with me. In the gym, we are, right now we're running an adult volleyball league, Ooh. which is pretty cool. We got, I think we got like eight teams in it, compete every week. Our youth football, youth soccer, we're in the middle of our youth soccer and our high school soccer league right now. We also have an adult soccer league going on. Um, Constantly running baseball and softball and volleyball, um, basketball camps, clinics, things like that. And then we also have a ton of awesome other sports programs that rent and lease space out of the facility during the winter months. Um, so, yeah. No, that's it's, awesome. Now, do you have any, like, sports certifications? Are you, like, a you know like a, a physical therapist or anything like that or sports uh, therapist? I actually went to school to be a teacher. So wow. I have an education degree in integrated social studies okay. and history. Um, was a five-year collegiate athlete. Well, no, um, where'd you go to college? I did one year at the University of Finley okay. and then four years at Defiance College in Ohio. Nice, okay. And it was kind of just through all of my sports um, experience and highs and lows that I just developed this passion that when I moved back to Monroe County, I wanted to help the youth. Um, it started with moving back to Monroe in 2013. I was helping my little brother and all of his friends. Started coaching football at SMCC. Um, I was on the staff with Coach Jarmo in 2014 when we, when they won the state championship, and that's just really when I developed a passion for, for coaching. Yeah. Um, and then since then, I've gotten tons of certifications and just got really, uh, really really passionate about the sports performance side of things. How can I help an athlete improve in their sport while staying injury uh, resilient? And that's kind of been my mission in life because I had a lot of letdowns from injury in sports. Yeah. 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 So, wow. And so, and I know Jeff, you were talking earlier, you said you spent about an hour with him learning all about the sports science side of what he actually does. I want, I want you to get to that in a second, but one thing I do want to give a quick shout-out to SMCC. Uh, you know, the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the, uh, the little engine that could, right? I mean, took down an undefeated team to, like, win, win, their, win their division, and then, mm-hmm. you know, you know they, didn't, they didn't go far in the playoffs, but, man, hats off to them for at least, you know, putting in the time and the effort to get there. I mean, Absolutely. congratulations to them for that. Yeah, shout-out to them, man. Yeah, but go ahead, Jeff. I mean, I know you, talk, you guys spoke earlier yeah. about the sports science thing uh that he does and i I don't know anything about it so yeah i'm gonna gonna back out 
Oh no, no. I'm was, a chubby guy. <laughs> what was so great is being an athlete my whole life, like, and always wanted to perform at the best. And for I like to, it's something I'm interested in, right? And so he was able to give me the visualizations of, hey, this is how it's supposed to look, and this is how people have been doing it, and dog ain't doing it right. You need to get right back into position, right? And he showed me exact examples of how even sitting, right? He said, we just be chilling like this. Yeah. Not in line, nothing in line, right? right? Yeah, yeah. We need to get our body back into position. And so we didn't get to finish, um, but I'm super excited to see, because he took some videos of myself, like doing certain movements. Wow. And I, like, just from seeing how you're supposed to do it and thinking back to, like, even to those videos that we took right before that, I'm like, Bro, I know I wasn't in alignment, and I'm trying to get in alignment with how I'm supposed to be. So I'm excited to go back and see those videos and uh, wow. you know get coached by them. Well, you know what? So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. You know, I still do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I've been a oh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu practitioner since 1997. Shout out to Hoist Gracie, a uh, good friend, and then of course Master Kaiki, another great friend. Um, you know, Todd Williams at Monroe Monroe New. Jiu-Jitsu, Monroe Jiu-Jitsu, let me get that all out. Uh, shout out to those guys, you know, um, but I still train quite regularly. I might have to come see you and see what needs to be put in alignment. But yeah, You know, Jiu-Jitsu is a great sport to get into because I love a it. huge piece to what Jeff's talking about is it, it, it's a complex thing, right, to talk about the natural movement stuff. Um, I'm now a movement coach, right? I started off as kind of priding myself in being a strength and, strength and conditioning um, sports performance specialist, but over the years, I've really made the connection and just all of my experience, all of the people I've worked with, understanding that the way the human body is supposed to move um, is a huge piece of the puzzle that is very, very missed in the industry. And jujitsu, just going back to that, it's all about getting on the ground, the grappling, all that stuff on the ground. It's it's getting back to our to our center of being being a human, right, and moving the right way. It's great for your movement. It's a great foundational sport to to be in so yeah yeah it's a great workout you know what man i've i've like i said i've been doing it since 1997 um i've had some great experiences with some great 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 guys all over the country um you know and so I, i've been blessed i've been i've been truly blessed um i need to shout out to a good friend of mine angelo popovsky one of my first jiu-jitsu instructors uh when we were both with hoist gracie uh angelo really put me on a good path so um but i think i could get you Bro, let's keep you got to cook later. You got to cook later, so we can't do it. I was gonna say, man, I think they got mats in the other room. Um, I'm I'm, I'm trying to get my body back in realignment. Otherwise, I'd do it. Really. (laughs) Anyways, um, give them twelve weeks. You gotta give them twelve weeks, right? Right. So, so talk to me a little bit more about the sports science and what you do. That's maybe different, or maybe a modern approach to kind of the old school way of preparing an athlete for competition. So, to answer that question, I kind of got to go back in time a little bit and just kind of talk about what inspired me to start Level Up to begin with. Perfect. I think that, you know, I loved my my days coming up in sports. I have so many great memories over there uh, at Monroe High School. Coach Greg, Greg Hudkins, shout out to him. He was one of the greatest coaches I ever had. He taught me so much. Um, one, about just coaching and running a solid, organized program and having structure. Um just had great memories from football, but there was always something that kind of was missing that I started to learn as I got into the next level of collegiate athletics. I had a great strength coach over at University of Finley. Um, oh, God, I'm trying to think of his name now. Uh, 
we'll get back to that. It'll click, but it just a great strength yeah. program. I had never been a part of a very structured strength and conditioning program. So I get yeah. to the University of Finley, D2 school. I was red shirt, was kind of the, the underdog. And right away, I knew I had to work, work hard. And good friend of mine to this day, he runs a gym in Wisconsin. His name's DJ Smith, Dejerian Smith. He was an upperclassman. I think he was two years ahead of me. He kind of took me under his wing and uh, showed me the ropes, played the same position as me, but he pushed me to be better every day. So nice. I just fell in love with the weight room when I got to University of Finley. It was something I never really did in high school and immediately saw the benefits. Um, I was getting stronger. I was getting faster. By the end of my f- redshirt freshman year, I had kind of climbed up the ranks of being a guy that was in the mix. When you're a redshirt, you're, you're constantly overlooked. Yeah. You're kind of used as a practice dummy. You know, the first first day at practice, I remember I got my head just taken off by, you know, 275-pound linebacker. Never seen anything like it before. Yeah. But now you're playing at this next level. And pushed myself hard in the weight room, got faster, got stronger, learned so much. And I think that that just is where my love for strength and conditioning grew. And long story short, what, what was the question again? Where did I even get? So we, we were talking about, like, why you even started Level Up. Yeah. We're going back in time. Yeah, so I immediately just figured out the missing piece to this puzzle of, of becoming a better athlete lies in the weight room. Okay. Right? So I saw huge improvements. Well, then as my career went on, I started to notice the injuries, the setbacks. You know, I'd just be running a sprint, and, yeah, I got faster. Yeah, I got stronger, but I'd pull my hamstring. So pull my groin. I probably pulled my hamstring in college Hundred times, and you, you see, yeah, and you, but you see that a lot with athletes today. I mean, heck, they're just the other night I'm watching basketball, and um, dang, I can't think of the guy's name for the Nets that just went down with a hamstring. You know, went out with a hamstring, and I was like, holy cow, man! But you see that a lot. But so you're seeing all these injuries, yeah, just these non non explainable, right? And had a college career where it was just a constant reoccurring cycle of work yeah. really hard. You know, get ready to, to, to take that step, and then all of a sudden you, you get a setback with an injury. So it was something when I moved back home, um, I was just really passionate about figuring out, learning, how can you do this, and how can I bring it to the athletes of Monroe? It started with my younger brother. Um, I always wanted to help him become the best he could be, and then it just kind of grew that. Um, and, and what I think that I did right and that I continue to do right is, you know, people think my business is called Level Up because I think I'm a level up from the competition or something like right that. right right but the concept level up means it actually derives from pokemon i'm a, I'm a pokemon fan right <laughs> so i play the game and you're, you're training the, the pokemon you're, you're taking them to the battles and you're trying to get them better and then they start to evolve and i was playing pokemon one day when the business thing clicked but what what i do in life what i do in my business is constantly try to be better Every yeah, day, try like to be that. better than the, the person you were before. Yeah. Try to give something to the client. Try to give something to the community, something that is is better. And right. it's something that um, I am working to continue to improve on. Right. So I created a, a sports performance program at Level Up that even at the time was kind of on the, you know, it was forward thinking to yeah. what a lot of people around here were doing. Um, and I'm just constantly challenging myself to get better at that. And that's what led me to learning the movement system. That you know what? That's now. awesome because I mean, so when I think of level up, I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't think, you know, you were trying to say like you were, you were better than anyone else. The first thought that came to my mind when I pulled into your guys's thing. And again, I mean, I've driven past there so many times and I had no idea all the things that you're talking about. And I constantly listen, those of you that are out there that are listening right now that say there's nothing for the youth in Monroe. Uh, John is here saying, Nope, there's, you know, we've got all these winter programs, we've got summer programs, we've got, we have a lot of things that 
the youth that are here that are trying to get better, that are trying to, uh, you know, not to sound cliche, but level up and and maybe their um, their their sports career coming up. You know, he's got the programs there for you. But that's what I thought of. Like as soon as I saw the name, I was like, man, what a cool ass name. Not thinking Pokemon because I don't even know what that is. I'm old. I'm old. I'm the old guy on the on the team here. Okay. Um, but but just thinking like, man, you know what? Like, it, what a great concept to help athletes to help individuals in general just level up man it's all about continuing to grow i love what you just said it's such a great nugget Mm -hmm. so then now you you're you're starting to implement these programs did it take off right away or was it like a slow thing and then boom you know all of a sudden you've got an opportunity to to open this business oh yeah it was just a constant you know having a vision having a dream having a goal i i I laugh about this all the time because sometimes when i get depressed and upset you know i I sit here and I think, and man, at one point I dreamed about all of this stuff. Wow. You know? Yeah. I, I really dreamed about walking into my own fitness facility with the turf and everything. And something funny is when this place opened, I drove past uh, when the, the sports complex. But before I even moved in, did anything in there, I used to drive by it every day, just look in the windows and check the progress of it wow. coming. And just I had this vision that I was extremely passionate about and just kept believing in myself and being confident and trying to get good at what I do. And it was a slow process. I started working with clients, you know, that were just, I'd show up and they're just looking to walk on a treadmill and use a machine here or there at the YMCA um, to, to really kind of growing and offering what I feel is a, is a very, very high quality training program that I offer at level up. So nice, man. Yeah. So walk us through you. So, so there was a sports field, facility there before yeah total sports yeah okay and what did total sports do what did total sports do they kind of they kind of just opened it up and just kind of they, they didn't really provide too much programming okay it's kind of uh just a bear they put the turf in there they put the volleyball courts in there they had the tunnels and it was just kind of uh just a dry experience i think you know right and uh i think that me stepping in i just tried to offer a lot more variety he leveled up the facility leveled for show. Sure. <laughs> leveled up the facilities. Um, just added a lot of features that, you know, we're just kind of missing from it. Not not to say that, you know, I have a good relationship with them over there, and I was blessed to just be able to get in there to begin with. Right. Um, but I just think that there was just always a lot of things missing that I was able to provide. And, you know, we try to do a lot. It's a lot. It takes a lot of great people. Um, my wife is amazing. I don't know if people know this, but she now runs a business with me when we started she was over at Lazy Boy. We were kind of doing our, our separate careers and yeah. just made sense to pull it all together. She does a great job with a lot of the operations of the facility, working with a lot of our um, renters and managing books, things like that. And, uh, you know, we have a great staff. Bill Swinky does a lot of awesome stuff with soccer in there. We got Chloe and Carrie Hunter Michael, who are great with volleyball, Paul Niedermeyer. Um, we got a lot of awesome, awesome coaches. Um, in all sports, and then just also just people that come in and do cool things, you know. Um, even if they're not affiliated with their, with our brand, just being able to provide great facilities to sports teams, you know, having a having an indoor sports complex that CC can come practice in when, yeah. when the weather gets cold out there, it's awesome. Mineral High, so we got pretty good relationships with local schools. It's just it's really a great thing that takes a lot of awesome people to to make it possible. So you know what, so. that's awesome, man. Um, go ahead. Were you going to ask something? Oh, I was just going to say, and what I've noticed through the years is everyone who's in there, you know, is usually a product of the product, right? It's usually, I've seen athletes that you've coached that come back and help. Yeah, come back and help. And so it's it's pretty neat. It's like a full circle thing. 
Wow, yeah, man. That's, well, that's a testament to you, too, and, you know, the kind of the, the, the mentality that you have and the vision that you have. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch a little bit on that because, you know, you said, you know, you, you were driving by, you look in the windows, you kind of had a vision for what you wanted to do. But so how hard was it to transition from pen to paper to, shit, here's the keys to the fucking car. I got to drive this thing. You know oh, what I mean? Man, it was super hard. And then with COVID happening, it was really hard. Oh, man. Because we pretty yeah. much, we made the jump. You know, I ran just my gym in there, which I expanded the gym. I expanded the business. Um years since 2015 2019 is when I took over everything and it was going great right when we started and then all of a sudden it was like bam right into a brick wall with with everything with COVID with the closings and all that yeah, stuff yeah. so that was a battle to get through but now that we've gotten through it I feel like we're firing on all cylinders and the, the world has changed um the landscape of fitness just in general and and kind of everything has changed I think that we live in a world now where people are a little bit less willing to do activities. I mean, and it's sad to say, but kids just aren't wanting to do as many activities as maybe they used to. But yeah. I think that we're uh, doing a good job of continuing to offer good programming and everything. But it was it was a good start. And then it was, uh, obviously, it was a tough for all businesses to get through that period of time. So Yeah, 100%, man. We're, we're doing a uh, tell us what you're thankful for uh, uh, thing at the restaurant. And, uh, oh, yeah. You know, you. yeah, I'll tell you what, man, it was, it was brutal. I'm not going to lie. It was brutal. You know, I, I was just talking to some guests the other day and they said, you know, we're glad you're still here. And I said, man, you know, by the grace of God, I mean, we, we made it, you know, and I, I give thanks and praise as much as possible. And, um, but you got to have a good team, you know? And so you just kind of touched on that too. So with, with the team you put together, were those people that came to you and said, Hey, I like, I see what you're doing. And I want to kind of add this program, or did you put it out there and say, man, I want to continue to grow. I'm looking for people to jump on board, and this is what we're looking to do. Um, it's kind of a combination of both a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, you're always trying to find the right pieces to the team, and really it's, for me, it's a shared shared vision. Okay. Right? And that's kind of something that, honestly, if I'm being truthful, I'm still working to obtain. Um because my vision for sports and, and all of that is just a, I have a big passion. The more you get to, to know me, it always comes from a, a very a very pure place that I want to see sports done where the, the health and safety of the athlete is the highest priority, right? Okay. And um, I'm still kind of trying to find a team that can help me make that, which, which we have a great foundation that we're doing right now, but having a team where we can make the connection of that sport is just as important as the body and how mm. we take care of the body and making that connection. It's kind of like the strength coach always gets the 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 low end of the stick. They're caught kind of always the person in the back that no one knows about. You know, you hear about University of Michigan, right? You know, you know about Urban Meyer, but you don't ever hear about the who's the strength coach that's working with the athletes in the right. back. It's kind of the thing that's in the shadows. Yeah. And um, I really think it's a huge piece to the puzzle and, and the way that we take our care of our bodies and the way that the athlete develops through that side of things yeah. is extremely important. And that's something that I'm trying to, to build a team of sports coaches around um, that understanding too. You know, it's not just about how many swings an athlete's getting in the winter. It's about how are they taking care of their body too. So, wow, that's a great uh, segue in because you mentioned you actually have a program that you're, that you were trying to actually show. And, and we're going to put this up for people to see. Uh, again, if you send that to us, you know, we'll, we'll put that up while you're talking about it. But talk to us a little bit about the, this program that you actually have going on over at Level Up 
that, uh, you know, again, kind of state-of-the-art for Monroe and the Monroe community. Okay, so honestly, uh, Tino, in order for me to talk about this, it's very complex. I was telling I was telling uh, Jeff this, we were talking when we were walking out, just that it's very hard to market. And if you look at my content online, you'll understand, yeah. like, it's very hard to get this picture of what I'm teaching yeah. out um, without it kind of a hands-on approach. Okay. So... If you gave me about two hours, I could do it. In, I could do it. In, I could do it in an hour. Okay, I could do it in an hour. But if you want the the, the extra love, I, I'll tell you what. Give give us the paintbrush, and then Jeff and I actually want to do some things where we go on location. And okay. I think this has got to be one of the places oh, where we 100%. go on location and wow. videotape. I want to see you like twist this guy up all over the. I want to see him sweating, crying, <laughs> you know, because baby LeBron, you know, he can't handle a heavy workout. But go ahead. It, 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 it's just like a Jordan fan to put it off on somebody else. So <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, actually, why he's coming like this. But yeah, go ahead. Give us give us the rundown. Give us the. Um, if someone came and asked, what is this? Well, why did you make this transfer from the traditional? And I want to even say that even before, you weren't doing unsafe movements. Like, well, compared to what, you know. That's what's crazy is yeah. I've eliminated a lot of what I used to do, but the mission has always been mm. the best form possible. Right. You know, no heavy weightlifting, no uh, staying away from Olympic lifts, um, wow. staying away from machines, a lot more movement based. You call it functional training is what I've always been doing and more speed, explosiveness, that kind of stuff. But long story short, man, my, my huge history of injuries and experience led me to this stuff. And, and before I get into it, I believe that this 100% to be the truth. Okay. Um, to the way that fitness should be done. Now, there's a lot of different ways to do it, right? So first thing I told Jeff when he came in my office today is the, the term is GOTA. That's what everybody sees. It stands for the greatest of all time actions displayed by the greatest of all time athletes. It's a company based out of Louisiana. Um, huge thanks and um, to Ricky Stanzi over there, Gary Scheffler, um, a lot of other coaches, Coach Coach Bosch, Coach Gill. Um they blessed me with this knowledge. Yeah. And it was during COVID. I finally had the time to kind of sit down, reevaluate my fitness program, learn about this new stuff. And I, you know, we all had time to, to do some reflecting. And <laughs> yes, I, we did. <laughs> and I had some time to experiment, you know, being yeah. in the gym. Um, you know, they said gyms were closed, but I still went in there every day. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Um, but, but had time to kind of dive into this stuff and, Told Jeff right when he came in today, take the concept of GOTA, stands for the greatest of all time athletes, put it on a shelf. Those guys discovered it. It's, what they've done is amazing. What they're still doing is amazing. But really, what they've discovered is something that everybody should know about. It's the natural way that the human body is supposed to forward locomote, move through space. Hmm. We got to walk, we got to jog, we got to run. Um, constantly, we're supposed to be moving forward. These guys identified through through a lot of different studies of slow motion footage, how the human body is supposed to move, and then they reverse engineered the fitness map. Okay, so I'm, some, I'm somebody who believes uh, that the, the movement map in the exercise science world is incorrect. All of the ways that we're taught um, that we're supposed to get strong and fast and the way that the body moves is based off of a faulty movement map. And what GOTA is and, and what I do, I'm a natural movement specialist. We study natural human movement. We help people fix their unnatural movement patterns. 
and ultimately that results into a body that is endurance durable, meaning you can do whatever you want with it. You can play basketball, you can be a you can run miles, you can hike, you can golf. You can do everything pretty much pain free and avoid a lot of the problems and complications that come with moving your body incorrectly. Wow. So Natural movement is, yeah. is what I what I teach. Okay, so so when when we started this thing, I said I might have to come see you. I'm being serious. I might have to come see you. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's absolutely amazing. So, like, and I know Jeff, you said he videotapes you earlier, kind of yeah. doing some movements, moving around. So, what's the process? So, if I were to come in and you do an evaluation, what's that look like? So, it starts with an assessment. Okay. And, and like I said, I've been going on almost three years now of educating myself with this. I've been doing it since 2020 with myself and working with clients. Um, I told Jeff this when he came in today. This year, I, I finally, in, towards the tail end of 2020, I'm very confident in my ability to assess film and to uh, prescribe regiments to people because in order to get certified in this stuff, it takes a lot of work. You have to actually do it. It's a challenge. You have to fix your own body. You have to fix clients. I think I had to, you know, prove that I could fix the movement of 10 people on video, which is tough, you know, because people, people kind of judge fitness on, can I squat more? Can I bench more? Right. Right. right? Can I run faster or whatever? But, but what we do is can we visibly show you that you are better? We call it C-field technology. Hmm. So something that's become, you know, and advancements in technology are these phones. Right. And we have the ability to record anything, replay it back, HD, 4K, um, and studying slow motion footage of the best athletes in the world, of indigenous people, of kids, of non-contact catastrophic injuries. These are ACL tears, Achilles shreds, all this stuff. We've identified what good movement looks like, what bad movement looks like. And uh, so the process first is to understand how do you move? Hmm. Um, what does good movement look like? What does bad movement look like? And where do you fall in that in slow motion tape? And we call it C-field technology because first you see it, then you do it, and you feel it. Yeah. There's not been anybody that I've met yet that hasn't been diligent with this, you know, for, th- for, for three, three weeks plus, four weeks, that isn't saying they feel something different in their body happening. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this stuff alleviates back pain, knee pain, hip pain, um, and then it, it also will help you become the best athlete that you can be because when somebody comes into my gym, we're putting an athlete in the best, most, uh, the, the best athletic positions that we see on tape and the best athletes in the world, like MJ. So. <laughs> see, and I was following you too. I was following you until he is number two, though. People never talk about the number two guy. I mean, you guys do, but. No, no, we talk about LeBron all the time. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Every uh, day, I mean, we talk about LeBron. And he's not even number two. He might be top 20. And, you know, I mean, when it's we, Kobe's up there. When we, you, can't, you can't discredit Kobe. When we, we, didn't, we didn't ask. Kobe's a go-to, too. Co- Co- did, Kobe, Kobe was the second coming of Jesus. We didn't ask Hooter. I'm going to get in trouble for that one. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> we didn't ask Hooter who, we like, who he liked the best. And uh, I'm part two. I can't wait. I'm, I'm saving yeah. it all for that one. Dude, actually. he's from Cleveland. Stop it. He's from <laughs> Cleveland. Um, so, so again, so, you know, let's talk about age levels for this because it's sounding to me like that it doesn't really matter what level, you know, what level of athlete you are. It's sounding to me like you're saying it doesn't matter. You know, again, you got, you know, young guy, old guy. Um, he's very athletic. Sexy, I try. humble. Dude, 
great looking. Uh, anyways, keep on. <laughs> I, I try to stay athletic. I'm not going to lie. It's getting harder and harder. And some of the things you're saying, you know, I competed uh, in jiu-jitsu. I was still doing competitions all the way up until 2013 was my last competition. I went out to Indiana. Um, you know, I've got a got bad, folded up. bad shoulder, bad knees, bad back. And so I stopped competing. I've slowed down my training. You're saying, you know, I could come in and do an assessment and quite possibly alleviate a lot of the pains and things that I've been going through. Yes. Um, and does it matter what age you are? No. So first off, reconnecting with your natural movement and gaining this knowledge is for everybody. It's for kids. It's for parents. It's for high-level athletes. It's for low-level athletes. It's for old people. It's for everybody. And that's, that's really what's amazing, and, and it's so powerful stuff the knowledge we call the knowledge of this and, and that's why i'm excited just for this opportunity it's generational wealth mm -hmm. right now i'm not training my kids i'm just making sure that my kids are keeping the, the good movement that they display and there's lots of ways to do that which we mm -hmm. can talk about in probably a completely different yeah podcast right yeah. everybody's like now are you teaching your kids to do that no i'm not teaching my kids to do anything i'm just promoting the good stuff that we start displaying as, as we're kids and I could talk about that more, but one thing that we study in slow motion is kids, toddlers. How do they stand? How do they rest? How do they walk? How do they run? How do they play? Those movement patterns, um, the same kind of tendencies of, the, of those things, of how, how a, a child will stand, will walk, will run, are the same things that we see Michael Jordan display on the basketball court, that we see Muhammad Ali display in the boxing ring, um, and they're all the opposite of the injuries. So... That's kind of what this is all about is getting the knowledge out there. It's pretty complex. It's hard to understand. But when you understand it, it's extremely simple. Yeah, yeah. It's very simple. And like earlier, I kind of joked a little bit and I said, well, this is kind of like what Tom Brady does. But this is, I mean, he's like. What Tom Brady's doing is closer. Closer. Okay. To, to this than what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you, you, you hear, uh, you know, that he's doing some banana stuff and. I even watched the, uh, you know, the thing that they did on him, the little 10-episode special thing. And uh, in, in talking about his trainer, they didn't go in-depth with how he trains and what he does. But it sounds like it was a lot of, you know, obviously unique training techniques, yes. something different than what most of the other guys are doing. Yes. Um, yeah, so where do you want me to go with that? So, you know, I mean, I guess talk about some of the athletes that you've had had the opportunity to work with is because like you said you've been doing this now for three years and so now you're bringing it to monroe how do you what are the benchmarks for some of the athletes that you're working with i mean are they seeing like okay this guy was a a decent quarterback as a freshman now he's a senior and he's just off the charts or, or does that not even count yeah so number one some some of the and it's just a testament to to being able to work with great coachable kids some of my the first athletes that i started working with this um, I was really only able to do with them because they had so much trust in me because I've been working with Noah Boudry and Ellie Sealer, Olivia Bustle. And they're just a couple of the, the names, Ryan Sealer. Um, they're kids that I've been working with since they were in middle school. Wow. So when I started talking about this, you know, their ears perked up, I think, and they were able to listen and be coachable on it just because they trust that I'm trying to teach them the, the best things that I know, right? right? So it started with them, and, and honestly – any way that you start with this is a good way to start with it. But even when I started with them, I wasn't as knowledgeable about the assessment and all of that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. um, but was able to get them going with it. And 
it, it was able to help them. A lot of the times when I start working with athletes, that the the already high level athletes, it really clicks for them because they're athletic and they're able to get into the movement patterns that we talk about pretty pretty easily. Um, but the first way to start with this is the education and the assessment. You can't go into this stuff blind. You can't work with a coach that's going to fix your movement and not understand everything that I'm kind of talking about here. you got to be able to see it, understand where your body is, and that starts with the slow motion video assessment. So what Jeff came in today is we took him through a basement we or a basic, we call it the primos, pre-movement fundamentals. We had him just do some basic movements, see what his tendencies are when he stands, when he does different things. We had him walk, we had him jog, we had him sprint. And from there I can break down that slow motion footage and, and get him to understand where his movement flaws are. Um, a lot of times if, if we have an athlete who has injuries, you can see it right on tape, you can see where it's at. You can also highlight um, high injury prone areas. Um, and then you can also show the good things that they're doing and then build upon that kind of stuff. But it starts with an assessment. Wow. Okay. And an education session. So let me ask you this. So, and just, I just want to make sure I'm clear about this. If, if I'm just a regular individual that, you know, I'm not an athlete, but I'm having some aches and pains and maybe, maybe I've developed a, a, a way of walking or, you know, a way of moving that's not really helping my body out. Could I come and, and do the same thing? I mean, I, I don't need to be an athlete to do this. Oh yeah, right? for sure. And, and I, Actually, I have a lot of um, my adult fitness boot camp in the morning. Jeff Jeff knows some of them. Yeah. They help coach some classes. Yeah. But they're still rocking and rolling, and, and they're just another group of people who had trust in me that stuck with it, and they're seeing the benefits of it now. You know, they're not athletes. They weren't really interested in getting a full assessment. They just trusted me that what I was telling them to do was going to make <laughs> them feel better, right? Right, right, right. So the assessment isn't 100% needed, but right. the education is. Because um, if somebody just new shows up into my gym and they want to jump in a workout, everything that they're doing is going to be pretty much not what they're used to and they're not going to understand why they're doing it. Right. So that's important is, is being able to, to have the education. I, I kind of, I, I say this just because I'm at the point in my career now where I have, you know, I have two kids. I got one on the way. I got a complex business. I'm a very busy man. If I'm working with a client, they better be coming here because they know what I offer and they, they're coming for my service, right? I, right? I hate when I get the calls that say, hey, my kid needs to get stronger for football season. It's like, okay, well, your kid needs to fix his crooked feet, you know? And, right. And that's just the knowledge that I, I really want to get kind of, now people know that if I'm coming here, I'm coming for... Yeah, for a specific thing. Yeah. Specific program. Yeah, so the, 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 the education part Dude, is You know big. what? That's awesome though, man, because, you know, and I, let me say this the right way. You know, you could easily, somebody could call you up and say, hey, my kid needs to get stronger. And you could easily say, yeah, man, it's a buck. You know, I'll take it. But but instead, you know, because obviously you have a lot of integrity, you're saying, you know what, I, I might not be for you. Yeah. I might not be your guy. And I can't do it anymore. I yeah. can't because yeah. now that I have this knowledge, I can't just go back and, you know, teach a faulty movement pattern that I know is being proven in slow, slow right. motion footage to cause injuries. It's yeah, it's yeah. causing the knee, the the uh, the knee pain and the joint replacements and all of this stuff, it's causing the long-term back pain. It's, it's feeding into a bad movement pattern that is right. already present. Right. So, so when I work with an athlete, you know, I got to be a hundred percent truthful. Okay. You want to increase your speed? Good. Yeah, I can do that. You want to increase your strength? Good. I can do that. But first you got to increase your movement and the way that, you know, wow. I, we, 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 we say that a lot of athletes got a 500 or a, a $5,000 squat, but a 10 cent foot. 
Mm. Wow. And and that's what's going on. You got yeah. these athletes that'll squat the house, deadlift the house, and all this stuff, but they're they got a ten set foot and mm. five thousand dollar rims, five hundred dollar car. That's <laughs> it, right? Yeah, right. man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So so that's you know that's what kind a, of what a unique way to look at. You know, and I mean and again, we haven't even gotten really into it. I mean, you're giving us a paintbrush of what you do. And I do hope you send this to us as we're talking about it. Maybe, um, you know, send over just some some stuff that we can kind of show uh, on the YouTube channel. So, Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, you're good. You're good. So, but so I, I guess mean, the first thing I want to show so is so incredible, man. I want to show the go to bow. OK, so th the easy things we, we kind of talk about the macro, looking at it from a, a big point of view, kind of narrowing on the on the macro, the big picture thing. So we talk about a go-to-bow. Now, in all my years of exercise science, all the, the mentors I've had, all the strength programs I've participated in, nobody's ever talked to me about a bow. Okay, but this, the shape you see right here in the leg, this is yeah. Randy Moss on yeah. landing. We call this the bow, and we're only talking about the leg here, the leg bow. This is something that we identified in slow motion footage that the best athletes in the world, whether they're long distance runners, basketball players, football players, tennis, throwing a punch, swinging a bat, whatever it is, we create this shape in the leg that is called a bow. So we see her here with Michael Jordan. That shape is his bow. Barry Sanders, the shape is the bow. Ed Reed, there's a bow. So a bow is the safe way to load energy when we land into the ground. So this, this kind of universal shape that we see in the lower body. Now, when we don't have a bow, right? Uh, let's go back to here. Okay, so this is a no-bow look. Oh, wow. Yeah, you, you can see how we got this shape yeah. here with Randy Moss, the no bow. So we've identified that this is a shape that the more injury prone athlete, the athlete that's going to deal with aches and pains, the athlete that is more at risk of an ACL tear. This is what their sprint gait is going to look like when the foot lands. We got a crooked foot. We got an ankle bone collapse, which I'll talk about in a second, opposed to a nice, good shaped bow foot straight with the ankle bone climbed up high. So that's just one piece is understanding that the Dang, way Jeff, you look horrible. Hey. <laughs> so here, here's a good, I like to show this one. This is a good shape of a bow with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And then we got, oh shit. How does LeBron's bow look? So LeBron, well, LeBron's a different story. Okay. He's, but, a he's a different breed. Okay. So LeBron, Brown came in the league with better movement than he has now. Okay. Wow. And, and we'll kind of talk, the more that you understand it, you'll understand now, it comes down to genetics, okay? So nobody in this room, we don't have NFL, NBA genetics, right? Right, right. I'm not going to beat Usain Bolt in a race, even though I'm known for being a fast sprinter. I don't have the same kind of genetics. Right. But, we, but we, what we all do have is the same movement system. You, got, you look in the wild, you'll see every wolf in the pack is going to walk the same. Every penguin in the, the flock or whatever you call it is going to walk the same. We're all born with a certain way to move, but because we all don't live the same natural lifestyle, we live unnatural, man-made. Um, we spend 80 to 90% of our day doing basic stuff. We're either standing, we're waiting in line for something, yeah, or we're resting, we're sitting somewhere. So here we're sitting at the chair. 
80 to 90% of our life is not promoting forward locomotion. Now you think you wake up in the morning and nonstop, everything you're doing all day is out in the wilderness. You're, you're hunting an animal for your food. You're fighting the tribe that's down the, down the road. You're walking a mile to the closest water place. You're constantly moving all day long. You're going to hold on to your natural movement patterns, but because most people, not everybody, but most people live sedentary lifestyles, um, and we spend a lot of time doing the walking, the, the the standing, and the resting incorrectly. Our bodies stop to move, start to not move forward through space correctly, and it's hmm. because of compression. Our spine gets compressed, our joints get compressed, and as soon as we lose strength in the foot, that's where it starts. You use, lose strength in your foot. This is another thing. In all my years of exercise science, nobody talked about the foot. Yeah, and, and the foot is the most important piece of the puzzle. You can't get from point A to point B without your foot. And the strength, integrity, how your foot moves, the mobility of your foot is extremely important. Wow. Um, so just a lot of the basic things that we see as normal over here in the United States of America are not normal, and it's wrecking our movement. When you want to play a sport, you want to tap into your most primal instincts. We want to fight. We want to defend. We want to run. We want to um, grapple, right? Yeah. We want to do a lot, yeah. of, a lot of those things um, that we want to carry something. Um, that just are not accommodated for in the ways that we rest and and then also the way that we train. So a lot of the strength training follows, I said, a wrong movement map. Um, strength and conditioning, modern-day strength and conditioning, CrossFit. And I'm not here to knock those right. things. Right, yeah, yeah, 100%. Pe- people love doing that, cool. If, if you're yeah. a CrossFitter, cool. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people that have lost a ton of weight and are, have gotten healthy doing those things. And Yeah, you know. but, but it, it follows a movement system that – teaches us to be robots it's right. very linear it's right. talking about levers and angles and flexion and extension and what we've identified through movement study is that the body moves in spirals so let's just look at this example tell me which one's a better athlete do you think geez i would have to say uh i'm going to one on the right the girl yeah man i'm gonna say the guy on the left <laughs> why do you say that because I wanted to go against him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Obviously, I would say the, the lady on the right. Yeah, so the guy just looks kind of goofy, yeah. right? And we don't really know why, but he kind of looks goofy. So the sprint gate uh, moves in we, – we, the body moves in spirals to go forward. So, Jeff, where was that video I showed you before? Let's go to – go to run. Okay. Interesting. Hold on. Hey, don't delete anything. Don't hit that delete button it's on hard. accident. Trust me, I've been there. I've, <laughs> I've deleted some stuff, and then later on, I'm like, oh, garbage. i got to right, so, get this thing back up. So this is the 45-degree pressure wave. Okay, so, dang, I hate when I can't find exactly what I'm looking for. Got all these. all the time. Oh, man, trust me. All these pictures and videos. and Trying to find a good one to. And see, okay, he's smart. He has it in, in files. I'm right, yeah. Oh, no, it's not playing. Now we're at that point where it's like, no, you're good. You're good. Listen, I, I'm, so here's what I'm going to say. I mean, I, I understand what you're, what you're saying. I really do. Um, you know, myself being an athlete for, you know, and me being in combat sports and I'm going to say I wrestled I boxed. I did play baseball when I was younger, but I gravitated towards contact sports. I mean, I really like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm one of those goofy guys that doesn't mind getting punched in the forehead. Um, and so I've always gravitated towards those things, but you see a lot of guys, their careers end early because of, you know, oh, at the shoulders, you know, backs, you know, lower backs, uh, you know, knees, uh, ankles. So, so where I was at at 29, 
Yeah. If I would have kept doing what I was doing and I didn't find this, done. Wow. Like that's how much knee pain I was getting, hip pain, stiff, just my back was killing. You know, I'd get done playing a sport and just feel like I just got broke. And and I honestly, part of the reason why I continued to play for the, the Red Storm is just I love it. Okay, first off, playing a sport, that's my hobby. I got to be on a basketball court. I got to be on a football field. I got to be doing something that is competitive, yep. that is fast. It's got to be, it's got to be a, f- a fast sport. I'm just, I get bored when I, when I go running, even though I'm pretty good at running, I, I get bored just running. Right. Um, and part of me playing on the red storm was just to prove to myself that my training works and that I can finally enjoy a football season without being hurt. And wow. I did that at the age of 31 and 32, I made it through around 20 games until I even experienced my first injury, which was a, it was a really weird position I got tackled in. Yeah. So it was contact, but just tweaked my groin a little bit, nothing serious. But I, I finally enjoyed at the ages of 31 and 32 playing. I mean, it's not as organized, but it's, it's barbaric out there. I mean, Jeff mm. played a few games. Yeah. It's yeah. physical. These guys are trying to take your head off. And, you know, I played two years of football at the oldest I've ever been. And finally was able to not, to not have to worry about, hey, if I cut a certain way, I'm going to pull my hamstring. Or yeah, my yeah, groin. yeah. So, mm. so that's one of the reasons why, why I did it. And through that, you know, through the Red Storm, able to just show a lot of people that you can stay fit and active and be a part of a team and reach a goal and, and stay doing things. It's just overall, which we'll talk about later, but the Red Storm is just a great program for, for all of that, for a lot of guys to, yeah. to release stress mm-hmm. um, and to, to have something that they're, they're kind of fighting for. So this this is just an example of the pressure wave. So you tell me and, and look at this guy running. He's only taking kind of a half step here, but you see all the wiggling and all the moving that's going on. Yeah. So these are what what he's displaying here is the proper way to load and release energy. Hmm. Now, based on how our posture is, based on how our our movement is, we're either going to load pressure, transfer pressure, and release pressure, which is energy, correctly or incorrectly. And there's a certain way that we should be moving, and a lot of people are moving the wrong way. Wow, so. that's that's. I mean, honestly, man, I want to do another. We got to do another part two. Yeah, you know what I mean. This almost is a whole so thing much. in itself. Yeah, like yeah. I, I mean, to... there's just so much that we could really get into. Um, you know, with with that, and I do hope you send those videos so that as we're talking about it now, we'll be able to upload those videos for everyone watching on YouTube. Uh, they'll be able to see that, but. Let, let's transition really quick because we're, we're going to wrap up here in about 10 minutes. we got about 10 minutes left. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Red Storm because, uh, you know, I was fascinated. I went to my very first Red Storm football game this year. Uh, shout out to Devin Rucker. Um, let me go up into the press box. And, man, we just started, you know, Stelios. I think Stelios was there that day. And, I mean, we just, man, we just had so much fun. We had such a great time. And it's such a great um, such a great thing for the community. And so we, you know, every Saturday, my guys, we were wearing our Red Storm t-shirts. Uh, you know, we put the the poster up with the, the game days and things like that. Okay, so so how did that, because it was something else before, right? Wasn't it the Timberwolves or something? Yes. Mm-hmm. Was yep. the program here? And then that got shut down, and then you guys took it over when then? Um, so actually, 2018 was the last season for the Timberwolves. I played on that team in 2018. Okay. And it was just gone, and it was something that just kind of came up. At first, it was something you laugh about. It was a it was a vision, and it was just something that you know nobody stepped up to the plate to do it after those years. And I was like, "Fuck it, just let's do it. Yeah, yeah. let's go." Yeah. So, so we started it, and uh, 
you know, I, I just kind of wanted to take the same things I believe in with it, give the guys a great experience, be able to utilize the, the training facility, which is unique. You know, not a lot of the semi-pro teams have access to nice facilities. Some do, but a lot don't, or a lot do not. And um, just really wanted to create something. You know, obviously I wanted to play, yeah. but it was it's bigger than that. When I tell people this all the time, when I started that football team, I, I want to see it keep going. Because for me, when I came back from college, this is just part of my story that it's a whole nother podcast, I guess. But when I got done, man, I love playing football. And just from being hurt so much, yeah, I always wanted to see what, what can I do. I, I know that I can do great things on a football field, but I never right. got the chance. So when I got out of college, I was pushing myself. Now, the only way to play football is either to get paid, right, which is really hard to do. Yep. Um, I actually tried out for an indoor arena team that was paid. I think you don't make a lot. Maybe the max is like 30 to 50 Okay, I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, um, made it to training camp and pulled my hammy. It was just a reoccurring mm, wow. problem. Yeah. So I was blessed at that time though that I had the Timberwolves because I played in 2014 and 2018, and just being able to, to be a part of a team. Yeah. Compete with your with your boys. You know, go out on a football field, do what you love, relieve the stress. Don't think about anything except for that on that day. It's just something that I appreciated so much when I was a young. Yeah. Young person out of college. Yeah. You know, without without really direction on where I was going in life 100% yet. And uh, being able to just bring that back has been great. You know, seeing the joy that. That's awesome. Whether a young kid, you know, an old kid, Jeff, I know you had fun when you came out and played football. Mm -hmm. You know, just being able to see people having fun and doing it and showing up to a practice, showing up to a game together. It's just a feeling that, you know, if if we can be able to provide that for, for our community, I think it's awesome. And what's cool is we're getting a lot more young guys that maybe didn't have the chance to go off and play college ball. And this mm. is this is where, where they get to, to fill that void. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great you know what I have to say, man, you are a so I'm a I'm a follower of, of coaches. All right. So so I became a Duke fan. And let me say this right away. I'm not actually a Duke fan. A lot of people think I am. I was a Mike Krzyzewski fan. Um, you know, I love Michigan State, uh, but I, I I'm more of a, a Tom Izzo fan. Mm. You know what I mean? And last night, I mean, you look at what he's doing with this team that nobody started the season. Nobody thought that Michigan State was they're not even ranked. Take Gonzaga all the way to the, you know, lose by one point on the ship a couple, you know, about a week ago. Last night, you know, topple Kentucky. Um, just just an absolutely phenomenal job coaching, you know, the guys that he has. And Izzo historically has always done a lot with less, right? Um, and, and, you know, Krzyzewski's always just been blessed with great Duke teams, but he's also a great leader and a great coach, things like that. The, I bring that up to say, I understand now. Earlier I said, man, I really want you to tap into how you lead people and how you get them to buy into the vision. And just you sitting here talking to me, I'm like, shit, coach, put me in. Like, right. when, can, when can we <laughs> start? I mean, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> dude, like, when can we start? I mean, right. holy shit, man, you are, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say you're intense, but your passion comes through really, really well. And, you know, you're saying that some people that don't know me, it's just being misunderstood. Some people that don't know that about me, they take me as just an intense, serious, you know? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. I just love everything that I put my energy into because if I don't love it, then why do it, right? Right. Um, really quick, I just want to say some things. Um, first off, you talked about Dev earlier. The Red Storm wouldn't be possible without Dev Rucker. Everything nice. he does for the team. I mean, he really helps on game day. He gives us that, you know, that game day experience with the announcing and helping out with the marketing and different things like that. Coach Bates has been great um, in terms of right now 
the, the football program has been tough. To win a football game is hard. I yeah. don't care what level you're at. Fo- football is one of the toughest sports because it's the ultimate team game. Um, it's not only physical and fast, but it takes a lot of people doing their job. It's tough. Uh, when we entered into this league, we entered into the the toughest available league. It's called the Midwest or the Midwest Elite Football Alliance, and it features some of the top ranked teams in the mm-hmm. country. Yeah, wow. no, I went against them. You know, we <laughs> play we play, the, we play the Detroit Ravens, the Seminoles, the Gators. I mean, these guys, longstanding programs, competing at high levels. They have phenomenal athletes on their team, and. You know, we, we came in swinging with, hey, we're a brand-new program and we're going to compete against some of the best that are available. And it, it's been a challenge, but Coach Bates has been great because he brings, you know, a, a presence of God and helping guys that are struggling. He's a guy that's there for all of our team yeah, or man. all of our players. You know, for, for any mistakes he make on, may make on a football field coaching and the things that he lacks and everything, I know that he's a vital piece to our program because he's like a father figure to a lot of players he yeah, cares about yeah. him. Uh, coach Ben Sikora has been great he's an offensive genius and again we're just you know right now we're just trying to build the pieces of the program where I feel like we have some strong foundations um, but being able to find good coaches is tough to volunteer like you mentioned before we started this is all a passion project whether you're a player yeah. whether you're a coach whether you're standing on the sidelines or you know in, in the in the stands you know, Jeff has been there too, helping, you know, giving us some marketing with his business. It's it's really a big team project, and I'm just hoping that we can keep growing it, getting the community involved in, in yeah, some yeah. more ways. Yeah, but. so if you're out there in the city, man, listen, I went to, like I said, I went to, I only got to make it to one game. Saturdays are tough for me. Uh, you know, usually Saturday I'm at the restaurant all day long, but I was able to sneak away. I said, man, I, got, I have to go and support this. Um, one, because I support all things Monroe. I think we, we live in such a unique, amazing community that once a community gets behind something, I mean, it's proven, they, they're all in. And so, guys, anyone that's listening to this, I mean, you know, you've had an opportunity to really catch John's passion. Um, I can't wait. I am, we are going to come down and do a video down at the uh, complex, and uh, you, you might actually get me as a client because – you know, I, I love, you know, you talk about the love of the sport and, you know, um, when I transitioned from, you know, boxing, all, you know, up until I was 18 years old, when I transitioned from boxing to, you know, karate or martial arts, looking for something else, you know, he's talking about looking for something else. I was fortunate enough, I met this guy named Blake Woods and Blake introduced me to Hoist Gracie and I was fortunate enough to to train under Hoist, get my blue belt under Hoist through Dave Gomez, Gomez Academy. Shout out to them. Hoist just opened another school here in Southgate, Michigan. Uh, so anyone that's looking for a good program, they have one too if you're downriver that area. Um, but but I was blessed enough to train with some of the best people, right? But but not always training the right way. And I I wonder myself, like man, if I wasn't so injury prone, how well would I have competed like on a national stage? You know, went to nationals a few times with Brazilian jiu-jitsu, never made it to a world tournament. Some of my friends have, and uh, they've been blessed with that. But I always wonder that, man, if I wouldn't have gotten injured, if I wouldn't have tore, you know, tweaked the, the groin or the hamstring or blown the shoulder or whatever the case is. So hearing you talk, I'm like, man, I should have met you like 15 years ago, you know, but it's just, man, it's just so cool to hear all this stuff and to know it's here in Monroe. Yeah. And, and you know, just to kind of touch on the, the movement training that I, that I do and, you know, people think I'm crazy because I got a full plate and I do a lot of stuff. When people hear I played for the Red Storm, they're like, but I'm I'm a very lead-by-example guy. Yeah. You know, I'm not the greatest. I'm kind of socially awkward a little bit, but I'm kind of like, hey, watch me do it and 
do it too. Right. And that was a huge piece for me is, is I just felt like if I could show these guys on the red storm, right. If I could show the athletes I work with that even at the age of 32, I can overcome the injuries. I can play at a high level. I can do the things that I, that make me happy and I want to do that they can too. And even though my, my real football playing days are over, um, my hope is just that by doing that and by, by staying true to doing what I enjoy doing the most, can inspire the kids and inspire the, the next generation of athletes and have them not have to go through a lot of the shit that I went through. Right. You right. Know? Right. That's kind of the goal. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, more I could get this out and we'll have to do another, you know, I'd be more than happy to get on here again, but to kind of give an in-depth look at what the movement training that I do is and uh, just continuing to get the knowledge out about this will be great. I, I think not just for helping me as a coach in my career and everything, but for helping a lot of people. So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I, I want to do. And I want to take this time out because I've never truly got to say this to you, but growing up as a kid, like going playing sports, you know, not having the funds or the transportation or all this stuff to, you know, be on an AAU team, get higher level training, have somebody that cares, right? Um, it, it sucked because I knew that I was being held back from what I really wanted to do. And my number one sport was basketball. I loved basketball, right? But now knowing that I can raise my child here in Monroe, right, and take him or her to level up and have all of those things in one space. Yeah. It's such a good feeling for me because I want to give my kids what I never had, and you're helping me do that. So I just want to say thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. That's deep. That's awesome. Yeah. That's another thing is we didn't talk about this, but, and I want to keep expanding programming, but we offer day passes for kids. I mean, we – Eight bucks a kid can come in as long as it's available, right? Depending on the time of the year and hang out all day. I mean, we got a, a good group of kids that do that regularly. But I just remember being a little kid, especially when it's cold outside. Where do you go? Where do you play a pickup yeah. game of football? Where do you swing a baseball bat? Where do you play basketball? And we provide that for, for everybody. And I think it's just cool because even if the kids aren't training with me, at least they're in the gym. Yeah. Uh, you know, around us when, when Steph Umfress used to be there, you know, Steph, who's a coach at Madonna right yes. now. But, yeah, but yeah, what yeah. a great just role model of a coach and athlete uh, as a basketball player and just being around the kids and stuff. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to provide is just a facility that's got great athletes in it that have done it, that have been around, great coaches, mentors, great space to, to do your thing and enjoy it. And then if you're if you're into the, the travel sports, if you're into the you want it you want more instruction on to become a better basketball player, baseball player, football player, if you want the hands-on training, being able to offer all of that, and, and I feel like we do it at a very competitive and affordable price to, to what's out there. And, and the more we can expand the programming, the better. And um, I, I'm I'm providing a lot of free knowledge on this movement stuff too on my social right. platforms and trying right. to do that a lot more. And the more that I can get opportunities like this to speak, I, I'd love to do it. Cause I Absolutely, just man. So, guys, I think I think we're going to cut it there. I think that's where we end. But let me do this really quick. So tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, give them your social platforms, you know, where to find you on Insta, um, whether you're on TikTok. Um, you know, just give us all your info again. Um, so we're on Instagram, uh, level up underscore training, or my coaching page is J underscore Bino7. Our website is www.levelupmonroe.com. Um, we're located 987 Stewart Road, Monroe, Michigan. 
stop in anytime if you're interested in learning more about the go to the natural movement stuff contact me yeah nice man and quick shout out to your wife because she's the one that set up the catering yeah. and so to hear and she's she's she was very much pregnant then yeah. uh when, when's the baby due uh december 3rd hey. oh she's, hey yeah. wow coming up. Have a christmas <laughs> baby coming up yeah dude now what do you guys know what you're having no surprise all the way through Okay. Man, they got the one girl, one boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one, man, they quit. That's, they're ready. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're gonna have a three-year-old, a one-year-old, and a newborn. So that's okay. You know what? I've got a gaggle of kids. I've got a How whole got? tray of kids, five total. Holy smokes! From from gonna be twenty-seven uh, in in like a week. Yeah, uh, twenty-seven all the way down to fifteen. Somebody is parents messing with me and Aaron. Whenever we see, they say, well, once you get three, you just got to go four. Uh, you know what? I, I just had a couple come into the restaurant yesterday, and they said, well, you know, we have four. What's five like? And I said, man, it's easy. The older kids <laughs> take care of the younger kids. You're, you're good. You're good. Have them. Have them. Right. Have one more. You know, but, uh, well, that's cool, man. Well, John, listen, it's been great getting to know you. It's been great meeting you. I'm definitely coming down to level up. And you heard what the man said. Stop down. Natural movement. I can't wait to check it out. Jeff, what do you got? Hey, you're you're part of the reason that Monroe is becoming a better place. Appreciate and I'm going to leave it exactly Thanks. at that. So are you guys, man. Nice, man. Nice. Thank you, Thank guys. You. All right, guys. Well, listen, you can check us out again, Boss Talk Uncensored. I, you know, I'm, I'm one of your hosts, Tino Amaya, my good friend. Jeff Copey. All right, man. Check us out again. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Boss Talks, keep it uncensored, it's all hard You could be from all walks, come tune in the Boss Talks Got that horse ball, optimal prime, ready to dominate